Revelation chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. And to the angel of the church in Pergamum write, The words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. Yet you hold fast my name, and you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you, where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. So also you have some who hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. Amen. God bless this reading of his word. So this is another one of the letters Jesus wrote, giving them to John to send out to the seven churches in Asia. And so to the pastor, the angel of the church in Pergamum, he says, these are the words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. We know that scripture says that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And we know that Jesus is referred to as the Word in a number of places, particularly in John chapter 1, where it says, In the beginning was a Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. And so He is identifying Himself and verifying the source of this letter. And then he, in verse 13, he says, look, I realize that you're, you're living in a very tough place, that there's a lot of satanic activity there, and yet you hold fast to the name of Jesus. What a, what a wonderful commendation. And you did not deny faith in Christ, even in the days when they were killing uh, my faithful, Jesus' faithful witnesses uh, who labored among them, among those of the church of Pergamum, right where Satan dwells. So he, he gave them the good news first, and then he delivers the rest of the news. But he said, I, I do have a few things against you. And one of them, the biggest one, is that you hold to the teaching of Balaam, who counseled uh, the king to cause trouble to, to the sons and the children of Israel by encouraging them to intermarry with the pagans and also to um, accept as okay food sack to eat food that had been previously sacrificed to idols. He said, this, this can't be. Uh, he also went on to say, you got some people there that hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. As we said earlier, we don't know for sure um, what that teaching is. There's much speculation about it. But the one thing we do know is that it identifies that as something that God has great disdain for. He does not like those teachings. 
my understanding and best belief is that it has to do with people who suggest compromising the word of God uh, in favor of the ways of the world, which sounds very relevant to where we are today. Amen. Then he gives them this warning. He says, therefore, since you're involved in those things, some of you, he said, repent, have a repent means to have a change of mind, a turn of our mind, a different direction. He said, if you don't, I'm going to come to you soon and war against you with this sword of my mouth. Again, referring to the power of the word of God and and that that word of God is convicting. It's like a um, plumb line that marks what's true and straight. And when it's laid beside our activities, we always see that we're out of out of tune. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, most, almost all people have ears. So what does he mean here? He means those who are willing to listen. You know, we can read the Word of God, but it's much different to listen to God as he speaks to us through his Word. So let, let us use our ears, our spiritual ears, to hear to listen carefully and hear what God is saying. He's saying there's a, there are blessings coming to the one who conquers. How, how do we conquer? There's only one way for us to conquer, and that is in Christ, by putting our, our faith in Christ. And he says, I will give him a white stone with a new name written on it that no one knows except the one who receives it. I think the important points in this last verse, in this last part of this last verse, verse 17, the, the hidden manna refers to Jesus himself. When, when we put our trust, our faith in Jesus and his finished work, then we are overcomers. We have conquered uh, the grave by our faith in Jesus. Jesus has conquered it for us and our faith, we're identified with him. And he will give him a white stone with a new name. In other words, his name changed from one that was not acceptable to God to one who is acceptable to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the new name that we're received by God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.